Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to One More Minute. I'm so happy to be back with you all. Um, today's podcast is pretty freaking dope, and I'm really excited about it. It's called Dropping the Ball. Now, as I sit here on this 15th day of November, it's so crazy to me that we're already a little bit over a month away from 2016. When I tell you time has flown, time has flown. I remember where I was this time last year, um, and I'm like, wow, it's already almost a new year. Um, so, you know, like for the last year, a lot of my podcasts have been centering around this like horrific experience I went through, this like same crusty heartbreak um, you've been hearing about it all year. This is probably the last time I'm ever going to talk about it. Um, but this year has just made me, I've never been this uncomfortable in my entire life or probably rather ever. Um, and with the, I've given myself a one year expiration date to stop talking about this. So after this podcast, I'm probably done mentioning it or even addressing it. But that one experience has like changed the entire scope and perspective on my life. Um, so I think this entire year, um, since January 1st, 2015, I spent the majority of this year kind of running from things I didn't and still don't want to really want to be bothered with. Um, and on the other hand, I've never lived so freely. I'm one of those people, you know, as a, an amazing Virgo. Um, I'm somebody that I like to be in control of things. I'm not a control freak, but I like to know things ahead. I and mean, I'm kind of nosy. I like to know what things are happening, how I'm going to get there, what de- what are the details, what are the things in the fine print, what are the terms and conditions. That's just the type of person that I am. And so um, this year, you know, I had goals and things I wanted to do, but I kind of just let this year be a freestyle. I didn't really do a list of things that I wanted to do this year. I was just kind of living and going with the moment. Um, And I think in the midst of my love, qualms, and woes, I made a decision to live a little bit more, live outside the box, do things how I wanted to do it, when I wanted to do it, and where I wanted to do it. I don't think this year I've missed one party. I haven't missed one excuse or one reason to get on an airplane, to go on a vacation. I haven't missed one scene. I haven't missed one concert. I've literally done everything that I wanted to do um, and made it my mission to just live outside the box and color, you know, with some extra crayons a little bit. And I must say, it's been so liberating. I've learned so many things about myself, what I like and what I don't like. And most importantly, I've learned about the world around me. Now, on the flip side of that, the thing about disappointments and heartbreaks and sadness is that it can take a complete and total toll on your mind, body, and your spirit. And before you know it, that one disappointment or that one letdown or that one setback can seep into every area of your life. Hindering from doing all the things that you set out to do. You kind of lose sight of your goals. You kind of get out the game. You kind of just lose yourself in the midst of everything. Um, And so one day, or every other day, um, I had to have a really hard conversation with myself. I said, you know what, Monique? You need to make a confession and you need to make it out loud. And then I made the confession. And it was just that, Monique, you've dropped the ball on some things. We dropped the ball on a single black female project. There's so many stories and things that I've written that I haven't published and things that I haven't released into the public. Um, Monique, you were supposed to do these other goals, you know, with these business ventures. And you were supposed to do these other things with your podcast. You were supposed to do these other things with, you know, getting organized and, you know, staying focused and staying consistent. And I had to have that conversation with myself and say, Monique, you dropped the ball. What are you going to do about it? It kind of took the dust settling and the fog subsiding in my life to kind of recognize that I neglected some pretty important areas of my life, myself, my goals, and most of all, 
uh, a lot of my tasks. And so, you know, um, I was so busy kind of running from things that that I forgot to look for and handle all the things that were actually in front of me, things that were tangible, things that I needed to take care of. So almost a year to the date, um, I literally had been carrying approximately about 180 pounds of stress, guilt, and shame. Like, just tell a, a hot mess, emotionally unstable, just 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 out here living life on the edge. Um, and that one particular incident was, like, so haunting me and hindering me from finding to, like, completely reaching the next level. Um, it's so interesting how you can give your power to someone or something who doesn't even know they have it. And if they do know they have it, they don't really care. And it just it's a reminder that you can't do that because those types of situations would do one hell of a number on you. Oh, because that situation did a hell of a number on me. So once I confronted myself, I began to wonder, what do you do when you finally admit that you dropped the ball? How do you pick it back up? How do you get back in the game? How do you get back in fighting trim? Um, and I'm going to give you like a little insight on a couple of things that I did to get back in the game. Once I admitted that I dropped the ball, this came from like reading devotionals and reading my Bible and reading, you know, the stories of people like Oprah Winfrey and Steve Jobs and, you know, my personal favorite, my leak and just people around me. Um, so one of the first steps to getting back in the game is admitting that you dropped the ball. Um, I believe in a good haze. Um, but ain't no haze like the one you can give yourself. Um, I'm somebody that I overanalyze everything. I'm always thinking critically. I'm always thinking how I can get to the next level. And it really takes a lot of nerve to admit when you're wrong, when you've made a mistake, and when you haven't done what you said you were going to do. Um, I think the first part of getting back in the game is admitting, the first step is really admitting that you dropped the ball. Um, I love that quote to thine own self be true. Um, there is this like amazing amount of beauty and growth, beauty and transparency. And there's nothing like being honest with yourself. So then it's time to figure out once you've admitted that you dropped the ball, how are you going to pick it back up? Um, next, I analyze where I went wrong and the things that I did right. Now, whenever I assess my life, you know, it's really easy for anyone, including myself, to kind of overlook the things that you've done right. It's easy to harp on all the negative things, you know, all the things that you did wrong, all those things that make you sad, like all those things that you aren't, those moments that you aren't proud of. It's really easy to look at those and overlook all the things that you were amazing at. Like this year, you know, I went to Dubai and I would die with my, some of my best friends. I went to LA, you know, to help cover uh, the Emmys with Vanity Fair magazine. I went to San Diego at my job for, new, for San Diego Comic-Con. I went to Washington, D.C. I went to Miami. Um, you know, I attended exclusive events in Atlanta, things that, you know, tastemakers get to go to. I've made new connections with, you know, people that are movers and shakers and people that are influencers in Atlanta. Um, I got a promotion at work. I went from being a temp who was temping for like two years, you know, at my job, had been there, you know, for almost three years. Finally got my promotion, got a title, got a raise, got this amazing side, like all those things. I overlooked those things because of one particular situation. And I had to realize, okay, well, I gotta take the good and with the bad. What did I do wrong? What did I do right? How can I make those things that I do right kind of seep into the things that I did wrong? And how can I make that one complete little like sandwich of goodness? And how can I move forward and take the next step? The next thing I did is I had to recognize that I had to make now matter. Make now matter. Yes, I made mistakes. Yes, I have had many setbacks. All the things that I thought I was gonna do, I didn't do. All the things that I wanted to do, I didn't do. Um, 
And so what am I going to do about it now? I could just sit around and mope and be sad about it, but what am I going to do about it? Um, so now, you know, now that I'm getting back on track to achieving my goals and my dreams, you know, I've written out a new set of goals. Yes, 2015 is almost over. 2016 is not here yet, but I believe in, in preparing. That's the difference between this year and last year. Last year, I didn't prepare. This year, I'm going to prepare for 2016. You know, one of my biggest goals is to obtain my master's in business administration. So I'm already talking to graduate programs, looking at admission dates, take it, studying for the GRE and the GMAT to make sure that by the time February comes, I know where I'm going. I have my scholarships lined up, all the things that I said I was going to do, that I actually do them. Um, and that's why it's so important to kind of point to yourself and your vision and your dreams. And so now... It's my job to make what I got going on right now get me and propel me to the next level. So pick up the ball and get back in the game. Um, picking the ball back up is pretty simple. You know, we have the power to do anything we put our minds to, right? So it's never too late to do what you want to do. Um, so like I said in my other step, in the third step, making now matter, I write my vision and I'm making it plain. Um, by this time next year, I want to be in grad school. By this time next year, I'm going to, you know, really, really utilize my brand. This time next year, I want to be volunteering and doing things in my community. This time next year, you know, um, I want to going out the country again. Like, there's certain things that I want to do, and I want to do it for myself. Um, and so it's time for me to plan for it now so I can get ready to get back in the game. Um, and the last one is getting back in the game. Um, I got to lace those sneakers up. Um, it's never, like I said, it's never too late to ask the coach, i.e. God, to give you the tools you need to be a starting player. Like, I'm determined to do what I want to do, to be great, to live that life that I've dreamed of. Um, in my mind, since I was little, I've always known that I was special. And I felt, I always felt like God set me aside. You know, people ask, oh, what do you want to do? Oh, I'm going to be a millionaire. So I don't know what y'all got going on. But this is what God told me, and I've always felt that way about myself, and I will continue to do that. So I get back in the game. You know, I dust off my jersey. I get off the bench. You know, I'm going to have baby oil on my legs. I'm going to be looking real good in my uniform. I'm ready to play the game, and I'm ready to win this time. Um, and so even though I, you know, would hate to admit it, I think I really needed this year of just chaos and confusion and just disaster. Um, because in my 28 years of living, I've achieved so much. But I need to see I need to see what life is like when you don't plan, when you don't have any expectations. Um, and in the middle of the game, you know, I kind of of 2015, I kind of sat down on the pit on the bench and kind of underestimated my potential because one thing went wrong. I felt like it just kind of like just destroyed everything else I had going on. And I really had to have a conversation with myself and say, Mo, just because this one thing didn't happen the way you thought it was doesn't mean that all these other areas are not going to flourish and be great. So I've learned, you know, by dropping the ball, that I would never allow any one situation or situations or person, places or thing to allow me to lose sight of the life I see for myself. Um, and, you know, as we close out 2015 and we get ready to gear up for 2016, ready for a new season of life, ready for new goals, new aspirations, new players in my life. You know, we're going to get rid of some old players. We're going to trade them to a different team. But the new people that's going to be added to my roster, I'm ready to win and get back in the game this time. And I am sure that I'm going to reach the championship. Like, I am going to get to the playoffs, and I'm going to win, and I'm going to be absolutely amazing. So for those who had a rough year, even those who had a good year, it's okay to drop the ball, 
it's all about getting back in the game and picking the ball back up. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was short and sweet, but I felt like I needed to, you know, tell somebody about my own personal story because I feel like, as always, it's, it helps people. Um, so, you know, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Monificent11. Make sure you log on to the Single Black Female Project online at sbfproject.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to drop it in that comment box below. And if you have any questions for me, um, I would love to answer them. Um, you can email me at Monique at sbfproject.com. Hope you all are having an amazing day. Um, we'll check back in check back in soon. And as always, I'll keep giving you more. Talk to you soon. <laughs>